Everybody, Cheryl Boggs Ministries presents Resting in His Word with Evangelist Cheryl Boggs. Psalm 91 and 1 says, He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. This is truly the day that the Lord has made, and I will rejoice and be glad in it. Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this program. I pray, God, that people that are listening and that are logged on, God, that they will receive a word from you. I thank you for an uplifting, inspiring, encouraging program on today. And I just thank you for it in Jesus' name. I'm Cheryl Boggs, and you're listening to Resting in His Word. I'm so glad that you've joined me today. So go ahead, call, text, or email a friend. Let them know that resting in his word is on the air, and they'll be so glad that you did. Yes, I'm Evangelist Cheryl Boggs, and you're listening to The Cheryl Boggs Show, resting in his word, heard here live every Monday, starting at 5 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Eastern. Well, how are you doing today? It's a BEA beautiful day, even though it is raining and raining and raining outside. But you know what I always say, doesn't matter what's going on on the outside. The S-O-N, which is Jesus Christ, is always shining on the inside. Plus, we really do need the rain. So we're thankful for the rain. So it is another wonderful beautiful Monday and I always say too you can't get to a Friday without a Monday so I'm here just to encourage you to start your week off right knowing that Jesus is Lord knowing that he is on the throne and knowing that all things work together for good to them that love God and that would be you if you love God it's it's all good so, I've got a great show for you today. In just a little bit, Lady Evelyn J is going to share her Empowered and Joy segment. After that, we'll take a walk in the Word with Elder Brett Guilford. And then my guest, my special guest, is Lemmy, Lemmy Battles. And we'll be sharing her song today you're going to really enjoy it and and when she starts to talk and she gives you a little bit of history you're going to remember her from the chicago mass choir and other things that uh that she is doing so it's a b e a u t full day 
I always say that, but I <laughs> I can't take credit. I got that from the Bruce Almighty movie. <laughs> I just liked it. So let's see. After my guest, I'm going to give a word of the day. So you're going to definitely want to call or text or email a friend and let them know that the Cheryl Boggs Show, Resting in His Word, is on the air. Well, I know you're excited. Lady Evelyn J is here and ready. So I am going to let her go ahead with her Empowered Enjoy segment. As she unmutes and blesses us. <laughs> thank you for that. <laughs> I want to just thank God for everybody again today. Uh, it is such a beautiful day. Even though it had rained today, it is still such a beautiful day. Every day I wake up, every day God has given me the opportunity to breathe. It's a good day. And I'm just so thankful because he has done so much in our lives, all of our lives, he's given us so many things we could be so thankful for. We can't even take time to name them all. Uh, from the time we entered into this world, God blessed us. When he gave us the breath to breathe, he blessed us when we came through our mother's wombs and he blessed us, gave, put breath in our body. And we just can't do anything but just thank him for what he has done because, you know, if, if without God, we're nothing. We are nothing. So I'm so thankful because today is such a great day because it's a God's day, another God's day. And what God does for me in a day that I wake up, it is so, it's a blessing. It's such a blessing. So I want to invite everybody to Empowered Enjoy. I'm so thankful to be here with everyone uh, because truly God has been so good and um, had another great Sunday service. I hope... How many of you go out to Sunday service? Are you still looking at it online or are you actually going in person? I've been going in person for some time now and I really enjoy it. I, I enjoyed it when it was online, but I love being in the, the presence because it's just something about being in the, the presence of God. And when the anointing falls in the church, you can fall with it under the anointing. So I just thank God. Um, my website is www.joycircle, and that's J-O-Y-S-C-I-R-C-L-E dot com. And if you need to email me, I am at info at joycircle dot com. Um, and just, just send me an, an email. Let me know how you're enjoying the, the, the programming uh, here at the Empowered Enjoy. Because it, it, I mean, I'm sorry. Yes, Empowered Enjoy. Because it's such a great thing to come and share the Word of God with everyone. I know you know the Word, and there are some that don't. I uh, was speaking to a lady last week um, in a meeting that I was having, and she indicated that she knew nothing about church. She just, where she attends now is probably the first church that she's ever been in so she said i'm just glad to be in the house you know and that's how we were when we when we turn our lives over to the lord we were just glad to be in the house we were just glad to just fall under the umption of the, our lord and savior jesus christ because he has great things for us i want to first of all clean house last week i believe i talked about david and I mentioned, I incorrectly, inadvertently said David had two smooth stones. 
And when I came back and listened to the program, and then I heard confirmation again yesterday in church, I said, oops, I messed up. But I wanted to say David had five smooth stones. And I love David. I love talking about David because I look at David in his early life as a young man. He was a, it was eight sons, and David was the baby of all of them. But when the uh, when 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 it came to time to be blessed, the the man of God came to the house because he was told by God to go to the house and take the blessing with him. And so he went to Jesse's house. And I always thought about okay, David was outside while all his brothers was inside with his dad and their, their dad and everything. But the man of God said, "There's one more," and that one more was David. So I look at the patience that David had tending to the sheets and I always ask the question, did, did his brothers ever come out and say, hey, David, do you need a break? Can we kind of relieve you? They were grown men for older than him, of course. And so I always wondered, how did David get through sheep, uh, shepherding the sheep? Did he ever complain? You know, sometimes we can be gifted with an assignment, a job or what have you, and we start complaining. I'm guilty. I've done it. <laughs> and I had to correct myself along the journey. I was like, oh, I'm sorry, God. You did bless me with this job, especially, you know, during the time that unemployment was uh, rampant and I had to go on unemployment. And then I found a job. It wasn't what they it wasn't my expectation of what they should have paid me and everything. And so I got the grumble. I said, oh, I'm sorry, God. I didn't mean to grumble. But I thought about David, how he out there. 24-7 sometime because when a shepherd goes to shepherd the sheep, he's out there a long time, you know, tell, bringing them in. He may lose one. He got to go find one. And then his sheep knew his voice. They got familiar with David and the keeper that was with him, his little assistant or whoever. But David was there. He stayed. And I always said, did David complain? Did he ever grumble? He, did he ever say, why am I out here with these sheep? Why my brothers are not out here? Why do I have to be out here tending to these sheep and they up in the house all the time? They don't even bring me drink. Do they even come by? To, do they come by to even tell me hello? How you doing, David? We know you out here by yourself sometime with the sheep. Do you need somebody to talk to? I always wondered that. But I just said David had a purpose, a purpose inside of him that nobody even knew, even his father didn't even know what was inside of David and who David was going to be in the end. David patiently wait. He humbled himself because I feel like when you're shepherding sheep, you're in a humble position because what I look at when David was over those sheep, that's just like the shepherd of the flock of the church. The shepherd has to tend to the sheep by teaching them the word of God, how to be like Christ, how to uh, forgive, how to, if you have an altar against your brother, you got to go and forgive your brother. The shepherd of the, of the flock has to be that one that tell you that you may have done wrong. You, you've fallen, but we're here to undergird you, to get you through your weak space. That's what I thought about David. David had a, a moment in his life once he became grown. He had a moment in his life when he became a king. When he had when he had to rule over people, he got he got he got despondent because so came in and took everything in the camp, the women and the children, and everybody got angry at David. 
It got to the point where they wanted to take David's life. And he was so down. He got so down on himself. He got so down. This is the, he probably said, I'm the man that killed the lion. I'm the man that killed the bear. And then I was the man that pulled a fall five, five smooth stones out of the brook to slay the giant. Saul had his armor. He, he had the armor for David. But David said, no, I don't, I'm not familiar with this armor. I'm not familiar with how to use it. I don't need this. And I'm pretty sure that Saul thought at that moment, we're going to lose. This kid's not, he's not listening. This kid is doing it on his own. I done gave him the protection to put on. And what is he doing? He's going to the brook to get five smooth stones. Is he crazy? I'm pretty sure the brothers probably said, why are we sending him? But you know what? The brothers all stayed with the king because they were too afraid to face the giant. They were afraid, even in that situation. So the anointing, what, even if the man of God decided to put the anointing on the brothers, one of the brothers, it would have been the wrong one. Because David was sent by his father to go check on his brothers. He gave them something to take to the brothers. And one of the brothers got upset because they didn't want to see David up there. They were, were they jealous like Joseph's family did him? <laughs> His brothers was upset. What are you doing here? You just come here to watch the battle. I guess you come to see us get killed. <laughs> and so David decided to talk to the king, find out what was, you know, what was the offer. And David took the, accepted the, the offer and went and slew the giant. And when, the, when he got out there, the giant, if I saw David, here's a little kid coming to kill me. And he's standing six feet tall. And they said how big, uh, six cubit, how tall he was and six cubit feet he was and all of that. The description of the man sounded massive. And we send David <laughs> to do a man's job. David was still in his youth. And the Philistine just looked at him and just laughed. <laughs> It just, it, you know, he just said, this is going to be a great killing. But he didn't know who was on David's side. Mm. David said, I killed the lion. I survived. I killed the bear. I survived. Because I had more power on my side. I know who I serve. I know who I, 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 I pray to. I know who I honor. I know who I, when I need him in the middle of the midnight hour, I know he's there. And he's going to be there on that battlefield when I go out there to slay the giant. So I know everybody stood back and watched David. David came to his position. And I don't even think David was even scared. Because he knew, you know, while he was tending to them street, the sheep, David had already strategized. He knew that this moment was going to come. He didn't know, but he got, God put you in a position where you are thinking about your strategies for your work, strategies for your business. God gives you those in a, in a quiet place. You know, tending to the sheep, nobody out there to talk to you. You got a lot of time to think, a lot of time to plan. David probably said, hmm. Let's see, everybody else is afraid to fight this giant. How can I strategize to fight? While he's out there tending to the sheep, being humble, obedient, 
God is just strengthening David with knowledge. Right here. Giving him knowledge. Okay, how can I take him? David immediately went to the brook. Pulled out four, five smooth stones. Sorry. Five, and put them in his bag. And when he got there, the giant was just like, okay, this is not even a match. <laughs> okay, y'all just get ready because this is probably going to take a second or two. And if you need to read about David, go to Samuel, the uh, 17th, First uh, Samuel, the 17th chapter is where I got that information from um, about David. And it's such a beautiful lesson that David is teaching all of us about patience. David had patience because when you're dealing with sheep, any type of animal, you got to have patience. I see some men, they have animals, and especially dogs, you know, they chain them up. They, they make them vicious and all of that. And then sometimes, nine times out of ten, that same thing they train end up attacking them. So it's very important, you know, when, when you're put into a humble position, you're put, you're put there to learn. I know I'm in a position of uh, humbleness when I was given the position to uh, to be an assistant as a hostess to different um, different people. I love the position. I know when I was back at my dad's church, how I humbled myself when I returned back to the church because I had left it and I returned back. I humbled myself when I said, Lord, what is it that I can do in the church? I started cleaning up the bathrooms. I, I didn't ask nobody. Whenever I got to the church, it was open. I went in and I started cleaning the bathrooms and started doing things that, you know, they, till we got a janitor, we, I, I cleaned, I was the janitor. <laughs> it didn't matter to me what I did in the house of God, just like, just like David. It didn't matter to him because he was doing something. He was getting in position to train for something. And then God took me from my dad's church to a much massive church and got me involved in different things. I got involved in different things in the church and got assigned to different positions to be a volunteer and everything. And, and out of that volunteering, it said your, your gift would put you before great men. And that gift that I, I, I utilize today by humbling myself to serve someone greater than I. And I served with great excellence, just like David. When he was over those sheets, he served with great excellence. So do you don't think God's going to sit back and say, David was patient. David was kind. He never complained about the role he was in. We have to be careful about what role we're in and not to complain. And I had to do that. I had to learn that myself. A lot of us do. We, we unconsciously... Because our mind is, is, is running up here and it unconsciously spits out your, your, what you're thinking. And then you have to think about what you said. <laughs> but I love how David met Goliath. And when he slew the giant. See, you know, you can't look at the, what they say, the, the, the cover of the book. You got to open the book. See, he looked at David, the cover of the, David was the book cover. Oh, this little boy coming to try to take me down. But he didn't know what was inside that book of David. He didn't know that he had a powerful God that would fight in his behalf, give him the strength to slay a giant. And when David slew the giant, 
He took those smooth stones and, and, and knocked David down unconsciously. And when David, when Goliath fell, David went over and took the man, the giant man's sword and cut his head off. You know, there is a God. There is a God that will stand with you when you think no one's standing with you. There is a God when you know that you are so sick that you know my body is never going to be healed. But he will come and heal you if it's his will. There's a God when, when bills are pressing you and you're trying to figure out how to pay the next bill. God will send someone to either pay your bill or bring you the finances to do it. There is a powerful God that said he will be bread when you're hungry, water when you're thirsty. Ah, oh my God. Yes, we have a God of power from high that said vengeance is mine. That's what he did for David. He said, David, you just go on this assignment because you have bigger and greater things. Your purpose is for bigger and greater things. And David eventually was crowned the king. But he messed up along the journey. He messed up. But before he was the man that God chose to lead the children of Israel. It was a task. He learned all his patience, but you know, sometimes when we get to the top, we forget. In our circumstances, whenever God raises us, because he said, I would exalt you. When God exalts you, not man, when God exalts you, don't forget who did it. Stay in your place. Stay praising God. Stay humble. Stay lifting him up and always honor God when he blesses you along your journey, just like he did David. Gave David everything, but David failed. He failed. And you, you know about David. David, you know, David was the one that just encouraged himself when he was so down, when the, when the, when the uh, people wanted to uh, kill David. And God told him to go and pursue after the enemy. Go take the camp back. Go get your people. <laughs> Woo! If you haven't had an opportunity to read about, read about David, sit down in your study time, in your meditation time, and just pull out the word and start reading it for yourself about what David did. How, how his humble beginnings took him to be a powerful leader. David had purpose. We all are like that. We start in our humble beginnings, but God exalts us to another level. So I hope that this information that was provided to you today on Empowered Joy touch you. I hope and pray that it impacts your life. If you are looking for Christ and don't know where he is, he's right there with you at all times. This is to all our sinners that may not know God loves you. He's there with you at all times. All you need to do is open up your arms and surrender unto him. And he will come into your heart. And that's it. That's all you have to do is open and surrender unto God. 
and he will do the rest. He'll take your outside appearance, working on the inside of you, and make that outside appearance look like you've never been what you knew you were before you knew God, before you surrendered unto God. So I hope and pray that we get to meet again on next Monday. These weeks are flying by so fast. I thank God. I I I, I be I will be traveling on my vacation this weekend to to Broken Bow, and I'm so excited uh, because it's just a nice time to retreat and get away, relax, and enjoy everything. So uh, enjoy yourselves this week. Pull out the Word of God this week. And sup with him. Allow Jesus to come in and sup with you. And when he knock, answer. So we'll see you on next Monday evening again. I'm Lady Evelyn J. Meet us here next Monday evening on the Joy Circle. May God bless you and may he keep you until we meet again. Hey, y'all, what's going on? It's Devon Franklin. You're listening to Cheryl Boggs, Resting in His Word. That's the only place you need to be. Stay right here. Don't turn. God bless you. Hi, this is Jay Jerome. This is Jay Jerome, and you're listening to Resting in His Word with Cheryl Boggs. Resting in His Word with Cheryl Boggs. Beautiful people, this is Major, Mr. This is why I love you. And we're rocking with Cheryl Boggs. Resting in, resting in his word. What's up? This is your man Montel Jordan, and this is how we do it. You listen to my girl Cheryl Boggs, and we're resting in his word. Hi, this is Pastor Marvin Winans, and you're listening to the Cheryl Boggs Show. Enjoy. everything we give you thanks lord i give you thanks today lord you're so good to me even when i am wrong you keep loving me when i'm weak when i'm strong you you cover me when i go off on my own out into the unknown
Cheryl Boggs and you're listening to the Cheryl Boggs show resting in his word and you know what time it is it is time for us to take a walk in the word with Elder Brett Guilford dun, dun, dun. hello <laughs> Elder Brett hey Elder Cheryl how are you today I am doing well how about yourself I'm doing fantabulous it is a beautiful day I'm telling you it's a beautiful despite the rain and whatever else is happening, you know what? The S-O-N is on the inside of me. Praise Jesus the Christ is the S-O-N. And yes. I don't know if we had rain as much as we had wind. Yeah, well, we did. Yeah, we did. Did you get rain? Just a little bit. Just a little, just a little bit. But you know what? Uh, um, God is, he is so good, Elder, that you know, even in spite of whatever is happening, you know, whatever is happening, you know, God is good. God is good. And, yes, he is. And, and, and his mercy endures forever. And, I, you know, I was thinking about this uh, scripture verse. I've been toiling around with it for a couple of days now about Second um, Peter chapter 1. Mm-hmm. And uh, verse 4 was one that kind of stuck out me the other day. Um, when he says, um, whereby are given to us exceeding great and precious promises. And the uh, the word exceeding great can be stepped out, leaped out at me on the page for the first time. <coughs> Excuse me. And as many times as I have read that page, read that scripture verse and have quoted it, uh, that was the first time that, that, that the, the term exceeding great kind of, I got the revelation from it. And when I started thinking about exceeding great mm-hmm. and about how, you know, when we get the exceed, exceeding and great means a large amount and exceeding means he's just going to go past a large amount of whatever we is we have. And then he said, when it comes to his promises, and then he says um, that his promises, they're precious, you know, and precious. And I thought about precious and, and I looked it up and it said a great value. Wow. And so one thing about God's promises and how they are exceeding a large amount and they are have, they have great value okay it's, let's start again because i'm okay. i kept losing you and good i can't yeah. i can't say it enough man. you know 
I was I was telling my cousins uh, we, we we have a, a normal um, every sun, Saturday Sunday every Sunday evening they have a get together right um, family meeting family chat and so we're talking is uh, we're talking Sunday evening about how good God is and about how God um, protects you and keeps you from things that you didn't know you know how they say God will keep you from danger seen and unseen yes. and there were things that we all went through in life that looking back you can see but you know what it had to be god's hand in there because he kept me when i didn't know i needed to be kept you know he was keeping me when i didn't know i needed to be kept and i'm like wow and i, I would just think about just just certain events in my life when i look back i'm like mm, it had to be the hand of god you know and i and i think you know it was prayers people you know how we get up and we start praying i just all of a sudden we just start praying in the spirit because like i don't know what i'm praying about or who i'm praying for but people have been praying for me yes. you know people are praying for all of us and so I, I just think about that sometimes and and how god chose me mm. he chose me to do this to, to, to be his hands in the earth and and i would have never never imagined that we when we went to um i went to um elder marva's uh memorial service the other day mm. and i was one of the you know i gave some spoke some words about you know, over her remarks about because she was in Salmonry with me, and I was telling about how we were in. The, it was in the chapel. And I was telling about how we were in this chapel when she said that I was going to be become a preacher. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, right." You know, everybody started laughing because they all know it. You know, I was in the ministry. You know, and I say, "But uh, you know," but she was spot on. Yeah. And, and, and but you know, it's like God chose me. You know, and it's like, and I just, sometimes I just sit back and I just think about it. Man, I'm like, man, you know, after everything that I went through and everything that I had, everything, it all, it all brought me to this point in my life. And it made me who I am today. Mm. It made me who I am today. And because of that, you know, I have a story to tell. And just like, um, Mr. Uh, 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 Elder, uh, Mr. Uh, Jermon was talking about nobody can beat you at being you. Right, right. Nobody can tell my story like I can. See, and I'm a, and I tell people all the time, like when you know, when in in NA and NA, when they're giving up, giving a give and give a talk, I tell them, I say, you know what, you're an expert on what happened to you. Just tell the story, <laughs> you know, just tell the story. And so that's what I can do. I can tell the story, and I can tell people what I've been through. And you know how we always talk about whenever you go through something, it's not about you, but it's all about somebody else. You know, to be able to share those experiences, whatever I went through. And God, you know, and God will place the person in front of my life. And I'm like, okay, yeah, you know, let me tell you what happened to me. Let me tell you what happened to me. So I am, I am elated that God chose me, man. I mean, you know, and then he knitted us together, you know, and, and that is just, it's amazing. A girl from Beckley, West Virginia, a brother from Detroit, met in Dallas and preaching the gospel together. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> only God, only God. You know, only Him, and that's 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 the beauty uh, of how God does what He does, how He does what He does. You know, so I was like, I was thinking about this one scripture verse that I had been meditating on um, uh, on Second Peter chapter one, um, verse three, where it talks about and uh, God has given us all things to pertain life and godliness. Right. But the next verse four says whereby are given to us exceeding great and precious promises and when i started thinking about that i was like exceeding great now many times i've read this scripture verse and i read it every morning 
this Friday morning, that first time exceeding great just kind of leaped up in my spirit. And I was like, wow, exceeding great. You know, and so that means great means a large quantity. And it's okay. a large quantity of the precious promises. And those promises that he made, they're precious because they're of great value. And so God's going to just, when I think about that, I'm think, I always go back to thinking about Noah and the flood and how Malachi talks about, you know, that he'll open up the windows of heaven. And how, you know, when he opened up the last time he opened up the windows of heaven, you know, it rained for 40 days and 40 nights and he wiped out the earth, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> but we're standing underneath the open window right now with blessings when it comes to blessings and the promises of God. And I've just been, I've just been, and, and when I got to thinking about it, Elder, I'm like, okay, so anywhere you see in the Bible where it says, I will, that's the promise. Okay. No, that's the promise. And so, you know, and in my Bible, I've got, wherever I've seen, I've got it underlined or highlighted or something just to remind me that God made a promise. Yes. He made a promise. And he is faithful to his word. And his promise of everything that God had promised the house of Israel, I think it's in Joshua 21 45, everything that God promised him, it came to pass. And if he's the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow, then if he did it, then he's going to do it now. Amen. He's doing the same thing. And he's just faithful. He is faithful. And that's the thing. I try to tell people that no matter what you're going through, once you establish that relationship with the Father and you maintain it, mm -hmm. you know, you get to experience, you get to experience, the, you know, that, 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 you get to experience that, that manifestation, man, and enjoy the relationship that, that God has. You know, it says, the Bible said that from the foundation of the world, he said everything for us in motion. Mm -hmm. He said everything for us in motion. So everything that we're going through today has been prearranged and prepared ahead of time. You know, that we should walk the paths that he prepared it for us to walk in it, man. Because this is a good life, Elder Bob. This is a good life. This is a good life that I'm living in. And every morning when I'm sitting here, well, not every morning, but a lot of mornings when I'm sitting here, and, and I just I start meditating on this word, and I just look up at my house, and I'm like, wow, <laughs> you did this because... I tell you, when I when I left Detroit, my whole goal was I was gonna give me a nice two bedroom apartment and a Corvette. Okay, that was all I wanted, which is a two bedroom apartment and a Corvette. I was gonna be okay. I didn't know I was gonna build a house, you know. But God did, God did, and he and the way he the way he orchestrated the events in my life, you know. I tell people. When you when when you walk with God and God gives you a word and he tells you what to do and he tells you how to do it, you know, when he gave me the word to move to Texas, the only thing I had to do was get a ride to the airport. That was all. My furniture, my clothes, my car, everything got shipped down here to Texas. That's all I had to do was get a ride to the airport. And when God did that, man, I mean and, and I've been telling people anybody I mean, I tell them about how good God is and what he's done in breath's life. Because he is good and he's faithful. And so the Bible also says that the promises of God, all the promises of God are mm -hmm. yes and amen. So he yeah. wants to increase us. He wants to mm -hmm. bless us. Yes. He wants to help us. And like a good father, when we need to be corrected, he corrects us and puts us on the path that we're supposed mm -hmm. to go and it's just a blessing to have 
that confidence yes and to know that you've got that foundation don't you don't you agree yeah and, you know and, and and the thing about it is is that that foundation and because i have the, because i have the foundation and it and it started back when i was in detroit uh, going to my church word of faith you know getting into the word of god because you know and, and they talked the word of god once i got that foundation and i've just been building upon it building upon it so that now my house is built on the solid ground solid ground so when the waves and the wind come and they blow up against it it's not even gonna shake my you might hear you might hear the wind hit the window you might hear the wind out there but my house is not moving because it, it's on a firm foundation it's so what was that thing. was it a fairy tale thing when they said three little pigs build the house and one yeah. built it on sand one built something it on like something straw, straw yeah, with straw and yeah. one built it uh with bricks. With bricks or something and yeah. when the, um with a little red riding hood or something yeah yeah and he huffed and puffed yeah, and he couldn't he couldn't blow it down he because it down. Mm -hmm. yeah the house was built on bricks it was built mm -hmm. and that's what you know we want your foundation to be on we want it to be on the rock so that when the wind comes when the waves come when disappointment comes when discouragement comes that uh you'll be like that palm tree that the wind he blows it all away when the wind blows you've seen that the palm yeah, tree yeah. Mm -hmm. and it yeah. goes down yeah. but it always comes back yeah. up and we believe the promises of God will always bring you back. Up. Right, and they and they will, and 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 it, when you get when you start spending time in His Word, it it's it anchors you, it yeah. anchors me, it anchors me, and because it anchors me, no matter how, no matter how life comes, because life life does come, <laughs> life does come, and and no matter how it comes, you know I I know that I can, I can make it, I can be all right. And and so when the winds come, it, my house is, is not going. It's not going nowhere. My house is not going anywhere. It's going to stay right where it's at because my foundation is firm. Yeah. My foundation is built on the word. It, it's built on the word of God. On the word. It's of built God. on the word of God because my foundation is built on this. This stands forever. This is tested. Mm -hmm. This this is proven itself over the test of time. Yeah. Okay. And 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 and, and God is faithful. God is faithful and, and his promises are yes and so be it. It's gonna to come to pass. It's gonna to come to pass. So I encourage people, get into the word of God. Get into the word of God. Spend time with him in his word. And when you do, great events will come to pass for you. You'll get mm -hmm. to see manifestations of his word once you spend time with him in his word. And you have to you have to be diligent, but you have to be consistent. You have to be consistent. You can't hit or miss and expect to get consistent results. Okay, if you want to get consistent results, then you have to consistently spend time with him in his word daily, or else you're going to get hit and miss results because you get you, you spent hit or miss time with him. So I was going to ask you, I was going to ask you about the AA. Is it AA? Mm -hmm, yeah, Alcoholics Anonymous and Narcotics Anonymous. Mm-hmm. And you had to go every week, right? The consistent, it was the consistency. consistency. Right, consistency, yeah. 
and what and, and, and what it was like um and when i when i first got in there um they you know the suggestion was to do 90 meetings in 90 days right so okay. you know that was a meeting every day and so i did like a meeting every day for like geez you know, probably the first couple of years <laughs> okay okay but 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 i was i was drinking and drugging every day so you know it wasn't that big of a deal plus that was a, it for me it was a new way of life and it was exciting because i got to i, I had a new set of friends you know and i was learning about that new way of life and and, I, and that, that was my foundation you know that was my foundation there so that you know now here i am 36 years later you know through the grace of god and i tell you i never imagined me not going this long without smoking a cigarette a joint or, or, or drinking a beer <laughs> you know i just mm-hmm. never imagined it but you know what i don't miss it the life that i'm now living man is so much fun yeah so much greater but i was thinking about when you would mention about you know constantly getting in the word of god and mm-hmm. constantly um allowing that word to get into you and then i thought about the meetings and mm-hmm. um it's the consistency of it it's it's the you know praying not you don't you know not the hour five hours i'm not knocking it if you go five hours i'm just mm-hmm. saying yeah it's it's the quality of time right. that you spend mm-hmm. with god every day mm-hmm. that we want you all to understand it's 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 standing on his word being anchored mm-hmm. in his word being uh just having that one-on-one those one-on-one conversations Mm -hmm. you know god what do you want me to do today you know who do you want me to witness to today what Mm -hmm. you know having that standing on his promises i mean that's what we're talking about the promises of god but if you don't know what's in the bible then you don't know what to stand on right right yeah you gotta you gotta spend time with in order to know what's in here, you got to you have to know what they are. You have to get into this. You have to. You have to get into it because it's it's, it's spending time with him. And like you were saying, it's not. Uh, it's 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 a quality time. It, it, the length of time that you spend doesn't really matter, as long as it, it's between you and him. And, and it's like you can talk with God, and, and and get God involved in every little intricate detail of your life. You know what should we have for breakfast this morning? Which should I wear? Which way should I go to work? You know, learn his voice. Because once you learn the voice of God, then, you know, then you can, then he'll start speaking to you about bigger things. You know, when you get into the boardroom and you're in the meetings and stuff, without without without, without even asking him or, or, or starting a conversation, he'll start speaking to you. You know, so that's when, you know, the payoff come from spending time with him and in his word. And so that's what we're trying to tell and encourage people to do is get into the word of God, spend daily, spend quality time daily with him, whether it's five or 10 minutes or 20, a half an hour, hour, whatever it is, whatever, you know, is quality time between you and the father. You'll know when, 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 when uh, time is up. Okay. You'll know when time is up. And, and when, and when you like for me, I have, when I read my Bible, I have to sometimes, you know, if I get up right, and, and do everything I'm supposed to do, then I can just relax 
and just you know and, and meditate on the word of God. But sometimes if I if I lollygag around, then you know then I, I sometimes I have to kind of rush through because time I got to start working. Da 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 da. You know, so those those days are far and few because I know that okay, man, I need to get up, get busy, so I can sit there and I can do like you know, okay, yeah, God, yeah, okay, yeah. So that's what that means. So I look up a word, you know, and I say, okay, great. Like I look up the word great, large quantity, precious, of great value. Wow, okay, of great value. So your promises have great value, you know, and, and I understand what the word great value means. You know, so, it, you know, and I, you know, and, and, and I encourage, in my Bible studies, I encourage that people, you know, look up the word. I understand what the word great is, but what does the dictionary say it is? You know, it says a large quantity. Okay, so the, yeah, okay, so they, they, and, and how does that play into what I'm reading? And so, you know, it, it, I, I, I just encourage people, look up some words. Even if you know what they mean, still look them up. And you'd be surprised, and then, because you'd be surprised how you can tie it in to the scripture verse that you're reading and say, okay, this brings, a, for me, it just brings a little bit more clarity. There's yeah, a little bit yeah. more clarity, but it, I, I get a lot out of that just studying the word. You know, like they say, you know, I'm a workman that should not be ashamed of what I'm doing, you know, study to show myself approved, rightly dividing the word of God. Rightly dividing. You know, rightly dividing it. You know, so that's what I do. Well, we're real excited about what God is doing in the lives of his people and how we can definitely stand on the promises of God, believe the promises of God, Mm. and hold on to the promises of God. And that's why we encourage you to get the book, Five Minutes with God. (laughs) Yep. Five minutes with God. See, we're going to gear on. (laughs) Yeah, five minutes with God. Yeah, and you know what? And this is a good book. This is my 365-day daily devotional. It's what God gave me. And what I do is um, every Monday morning from 6 a.m. Central Time um, on Facebook and YouTube, we do uh, we go we take a walk, and you can get your you can get a signed copy of my website at www.botvm.com. Go to my website and get a signed copy from me there. I'm telling you, and it'll bless you. Everybody's got a copy. Been blessed by it. We do this every Monday morning. And then I got a Bible study on Wednesday where we have a lot of fun on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter, and Instagram. So it's good, you know, but spend that time, five minutes. That's what happened to me. You know, I, my pastor in Detroit had a saying, and I got, I wrote, I got, I wrote about it in here, where he said um, that it is better to ask God for direction in the morning than to ask for a whole lot of forgiveness at the end of the day. Right, <laughs> right. And it's just like, and, and for me, it just started five minutes with God. Bible's got so get yourself a copy and I'll sign it for you. And you know, it'll bless you. It will bless you. It will bless you. It really will. All right. So definitely go to the website, BOTVM.com, which stands for Branch of the Vine Ministries, and get the book Five Minutes with God by Brett Guilford. All right. Well, thank you so much, Elder Brett, for being on the Cheryl Boggs show, Resting in His Word. It is always a joy, I'm telling you, between you and Evelyn, man, I'm telling you, I have so much fun being on team, on, on this team, Cheryl, with you guys, man. It's a, it's a blessing. It really is. Hey, Amen. Well, thank you so much, and we look forward to talking to you again next week. All right. Hey, you have a great day. Thank you. All right. You too. I'm Evangelist Cheryl Boggs. You're listening to The Cheryl Boggs Show, resting in his word. 
and uh, don't go anywhere because after the break I'm going to be uh, talking with Evangelist Lemmy Battles so I'll be right back Hi this is Cheryl and I'd like to tell you about my song Tumble Hear shackles rattling, foot stomps and hands are clapping. Jericho's walls are crashing, tumbling, tumbling. The story of Tumble is a story of victory on the horizon, but hasn't taken effect yet. The walls haven't quite come down, but you can see the cracking taking place. And the process is beginning. The battle is still raging, but victory is within your grasp. Tumble by Cheryl Boggs featuring The Outcry is available for download on all digital platforms. Download your copy today. If you're looking for an easy listening praise and worship CD with a fresh sound and anointing, then this is the CD for you. Peer Worship from My Heart to His by Cheryl Boggs. Peer Worship will inspire you and bring a level of peace and the presence of God to you wherever you are. For more information, you may visit my website at www.cherylboggs.com. Also available on iTunes and cdbaby.com. My Testimony is the latest CD by Cheryl Boggs, featuring the hit single, Some Trust. Powerful worship songs such as In Your Presence and Holy Spirit Breathe. And there's a throwback song, I Thank You. Download your copy of My Testimony by Cheryl Boggs today at CherylBoggs.com, iTunes, CD Baby, and all digital outlets. You'll find your testimony in My Testimony by Cheryl Boggs. Hey everybody, I'm Heather Kyle Walker. You're listening to the Cheryl Box Show, Resting in His Word. Hey everybody, it's Monica Lisa Stevenson, and you are listening to the Cheryl Box Show, Resting in His Word. What's up everybody, it's Mr. Talkbox here, and you're listening to the Cheryl Box Show, Resting in His Word. Let's go. Hey y'all, this is Ron Point Dexter, and you listen to the Cheryl Box Show, and you're resting in His Word. Perfect, thank you. You've been feeling so lost under the open sky It's like crossing a desert, it's so hot and dry You wanna lay down and die, and you You've been trying to breathe and get your second wind You've been asking God for the strength to try again you're about to give in But I know that he won't let you Go through more than you can bear There's not a mountain standing in your way That won't fall and crumble When you're praying in 
Yes, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And greater is he that is in you than he that's after you. <laughs> it doesn't matter what is going on. I'm telling you that greater one lives on the inside of you. And you hold on. Keep the faith. Keep believing. Keep trusting. And God will bring you out. There's a song I think uh, the Hawkins did years ago. And sometimes I'm walking through my house and it just be funny because, you know, these songs will come. And some of you will remember, uh, it just simply says that God will take care of you. And I was walking through my house the other day and I love the, the bass line. Dun, 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 dun. And, uh, and it was just like, God will take care of you. God will see you through. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and, and, and it's just amazing how there are times when your spirit will just start singing. And it was like, God will take care of you. God will see you through. It's like, okay. So that let me know that God's going to take care of me. And God is going to see me through. And that's something I'm telling you. Having the Lord in your life will make all the difference in the 
world. Well, I'm Evangela Cheryl Boggs. You're listening to The Cheryl Boggs Show, resting in his word, heard live every Monday, starting at 5 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Eastern. We go for about two hours being your Bible encourager, giving you the word of God to get you through not just the day, but get you through the week. Well, I'm excited. My uh, guest today is Evangelist Lemmy Battles, and I'm going to bring her on now. Hello there. Hello, Sarah. How are you? I'm doing well. How about yourself? I'm wonderful. I had a great day. I'm feeling well. God woke me up this morning. I'm so excited. Yay. Yeah, I'm excited too. Thank you so much uh, for taking time out. I know you always on the go. <laughs> yep. You know, it's, it's, it's slowing down. Um, I, it, it started slowing down. I had 13 weekends. So October the 15th was the last weekend for that 13th you know straight every week out so i'm grateful amen amen yes so let me let me see where to start (laughs) um i'll just do a small introduction and then i want you to just Tell us all about yourself, where we would know you from, da da da. But I was reading that you started singing at five. Yes. And I want to give a shout out to your grandfather. Yes. Who started you singing. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, first of all, I'm a native of Arkansas. Oh, I forgot uh, that one. Yeah, yeah, I'm a native of Arkansas, not Chicago. That's why I'm so country. Uh, That's why I'm around people all the time. Because we were, you know, we are people family. We come from, I'm the seventh child out of 13, you know. So we were just all over the place. And my mom was the only child. Uh, Her dad, she was the only child, but my mom and daddy had 13 children. And so with that being said, it was a lot of us, 10 boys and three girls. So with that being said, I, uh, granddaddy, saw singing in us because he was a singer, you know. And so he took his grandkids. Now, my mom was a great singer, so he took her children, and the boys was the the, the vocal airs. <laughs> wow. Uh-huh. And uh, it was three of us, me, Lucille, and Chris, that granddad would take around, but I was the bold one, would just get up there and just blow it out, you know. The other one girl I had, she was too pitchy for her, and the other girl, she cried a lot. So he slowly stopped taking them. But he always took me because I was so bold. And so with that being said, it escalated from there to where I'm at now. Went through a lot of bumps and humps and stuff, but I didn't look back. I didn't give up. Um, I just went through uh, to where I'm at now. So I'm excited. Well, okay, then. So we will know you when you first, uh, excuse these expressions, when you first came on the scene. I mean, I know you were singing since you was five, but yes. when you reached a uh, a peak of notoriety, how did that happen? Well, my peak of notoriety came through the Chicago Mass Choir. You're absolutely right. I've been singing uh, uh, a long, long time, 
but to get in the lights, okay, we can say it that way, into, you know, the professional field um, mm -hmm. to be known. It was through the Chicago Mass Choir. Um, we were picked up by um, New Havens out of Nashville, Tennessee. And uh, Percy Gray, one of the uh, vice presidents, I believe, of the Chicago Mass Choir, Dr. Fabrana Williams is the president. And uh, he was, he's yet and still is one of the greatest writers there, there is. And uh, I, I got spotted with Holy Ghost Power. That's mm -hmm. when, because the first time I re recorded with them, I sang Great Day. Then another hot song came out as Take Over, Lord. You know, and then we the choir kept doing our thing, you know. But that one song, Holy Ghost Power, actually put us out there. Okay. So give us a few, give us a line of Holy Ghost Power. Where the hell it go? I've got it. The Holy Ghost Power. Do you own it? Holy Ghost Power. I need it, you know. Holy Ghost Power. Go now, back to the altar. Yes. Now, you know why her grandfather took her aside. You see she that? was probably... <laughs> Doing the same thing at five years old. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And my very first song he had me singing was Sweet Home. It's a beautiful home. You know about Cleopas Robinson? Mm -hmm. Sweet home, my Lord. Lord, I wonder, you know, will I and ever. Like, ah, yeah. so and, and, yeah, and when I got on my own chair, you know what? That first cassette, I put that song out. I told God if I ever got in the studio, I would record that song. And I did. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So I was reading a little bit more about you and I thought it was interesting. And uh -huh. you know, <laughs> I was like, in case you didn't know, she said in her bio, she said, I'm saved <laughs> and sanctified. And <laughs> I said, well, okay then. And let me tell you this, Cheryl, that song, before Percy gave the song to the singers, I knew that song was mine. Uh, I told the lady, her name, um, 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 Dr. Ferrandez's auntie, we call her, call her auntie. Uh, I told that with my son. She said, you don't know that. I said, yes, I do. And she said, you don't know that. I said, yes, I do. And I, and I told her, I said, two things. Number one is I got the Holy Ghost. And number two, that's my voice. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah. what year, what year was that, that that came out with Chicago Mass? Remember? Oh, I believe it was the, well, the early 90s, I believe. It's, it's been out a minute. It's million. been a while. Oh, yeah. And you know. I told Percy about a year, so I said, boy, you still getting rich off that song. Because <laughs> everywhere I go, Cheryl, I can do my my uh, format of what I'm doing, but they be wanting to hear Holy Ghost Power. And then the other one off my my CD, You're Looking at America. You know, so. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes, they do. So I be ready to say my stuff and the mask. Because you know what? I'm the lead singer on it. It doesn't matter. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And, and, and. Lord knows we need the Holy Ghost. Honey, every day, every minute, every hour, every second. Don't leave out your door without it. Go to bed with it and it'll still be on you when you go out. 
Have you seen that little uh, little cartoon thing that says, talking about, it wasn't a cartoon, but just a little saying, and it said, uh, do you really need the Holy Ghost? And then the other person came in and said, you need the Holy Ghost to go to Walmart. Go to I did, I did, I did. <laughs> I did. I, when I walk out my door, I tell God, Lord, look, I'm finna go, go before me and make easy success for my way. I need the angels, archangel, gave all of them. I just need them to hold my hand, honey. Take me out and bring me on back in because it is so dangerous out mm -hmm. here in this world. And I say, God, I don't want the enemy to take me. I just want to live my time out to be with you. I tell God that all the time. I sure it's do. The truth. It's something else, honey. I tell you, so much killing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so this journey of being a Christian. Let's yes. start with that, and then we'll move on into we'll move back into the singing. But yes. when did you accept Jesus Christ uh, into your life? And started okay. living for real, as they said. Right, that's the word I'm thinking. Because, you know, I had a religion for years. Mm. I got on the morning bank in Arkansas. And I'm going to tell you this here. That's the story behind that. Those people back there taught us what they knew. So they taught us, you know, religion. You got to get a religion. We got on the morning bank. And I asked God for something. God answered it. So I got off and accepted the Lord, you know, for what he had told me. But to be filled with the Holy Ghost, uh, I got saved. That's the word I'm Thank God. I got saved in April the 19th, 1978 with the evidence of speaking in tongues. My bishop, Pastor Joan, he told a message on one night at Sunday night service of uh, 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 preaching on peoples to be filled. And all those that wanted to be filled with the Holy Ghost, you know, to come up and they had workers working with us, you know, you know, just, you know, you, just, you know, just praying and stuff. They said, don't right, be scared. Right. Don't be scared. Just let, let whatever come up, God. Oh, I thought I had had a stroke in my mouth. I told Sister Kathy, Sister Kathy. And she said, no, 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 baby. <laughs> she said, <laughs> she said, the Lord is using. Honey, my mouth got to move it. Because, see, I had saw other people doing it. And Cheryl, this is the truth. I would just look at them. And one night I got serious about it. I said, God, if it's really you, I said, give it to me. I said, because I want all that you got for me. I don't want nothing left out. And do you know, that night I walked that aisle. And I stood in that line because I wanted to be filled with the Holy Ghost. He calls a religion. It's a religion that I live. I did all my hellish stuff Monday through Sunday. And on Sunday, I'm holier than that. I didn't want that. You know, right. a, religion, right. a religion allows you to do the things, you know, and don't have no conviction. But the Holy Ghost will quicken your spirit. Okay, let me just calm down. But anyway, <laughs> I... <laughs> I have the Holy Ghost, honey. I told him last night, I was at the Church of God in Christ there, and I had to say that for one of the brothers. And I remember during the clock asking, she said, Lima, are you Church of God in Christ? I said, baby, no. I said, I'm just saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost. I said, what God has given me, honey, can goes in all denominations, honey. It doesn't matter. I'm just saved and sanctified, and I'm filled with the Holy Ghost. She said, girl, I thought you were Church of God in Christ. I said, baby, I'm saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost. Because I ain't got to be born in anything. You know, I'm born in Christ. So, no, I, you know, I, and I'm and what trying to be funny because I know that they slow. I ain't got to be born in if Presbyterian. Hey, I'm in your church, Presbyterian, Catholic. I'm in your, I'm Catholic. Whatever the Lord sends me, that's where He uses me at, and I'm grateful. You know, Amen. Mm -hmm. and I, I say the same thing. I will stand on the floor. Yeah, if you, me, if, you know, if you don't have that, 
uh, women in the pulpit. I will stand on the floor, stand in the choir stand. As I, long as God's word is going to go forth. Go forth. I'm and good you said that, Cheryl, because I did a women's, women's conference. No, a women's day at a church. And so the pastor sent me a message to say that the preach, uh, women don't preach in their pulpit. And I just called and I just let them know. I said, Pastor, it's not a problem because it's not where I stand. It's what I say when I, you know, when, when I, I say. Yeah, it's, it's what I say. Honey, he looked at me and said, I said, no, no, no. I don't get caught up in that. Because mm -hmm. first of all, this is your house. You know what I'm saying? And wherever you ask me, you hear me say ask, not tell me. Wherever right. you ask me to stand, that's where I'm willing to stand. Because again, it ain't because those that are standing back there, some of them ain't living worth nothing. Come on now. Come on. You know I ain't scared. You know I ain't scared. So it ain't what you it ain't where you where you stand is what you say when you stand. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, yes. And I I mean I I love it. I'm smiling and I'm grinning because I was you know, I I, I, I love people who love to love the Lord, love, I love the Holy it. Spirit. And not ashamed, not ashamed, not, not trying to be what you know. We went through those years of being. We done been there. We done been there. You know. Yeah. We done. Now I look at people. I'm like, if you don't have an anchor, yeah. You don't have. If you don't have that rock to stand on, stand to lean on, that rock you are going deep. to just. It's mm -hmm. going to. But the Bible tells us you're going to yeah. be what tossed to and fro, oh, to and fro. That's and right. and and so I I've been on this. Um, almost every teching I do on this show, I end yes. up talking about needing a foundation and you gotta have and, one and needing to believe. Cause you know, we, this, I don't know how to say it. I think we, let me see the nice, the nice way to say it is when raising that, this generation and the generations before them. Yes. Mm-hmm. We didn't do a good job and uh -huh. Uh -huh. Um, really expressing, you know, we were too busy trying to be their friend and, and trying to say, hey, you know, um, I heard somebody say, you know, um, you your own God, you make your own destiny, you do. And I said, well, and I looked, you know how silly I am. I looked mm -hmm. at that little young man and I said, well, how's that working out for you? Yeah. How is it working out for you? Yeah, because I'm like, when you get in real trouble, none of that is going is going to get you out. You're going to have to none have because you don't know nothing. You don't know nothing. This you're right. This generation, and then you here's that thing with that they they geared to hear what you have to say. They don't know we've been there, done that, and mm -hmm. then we're trying to tell you we don't want you to come the way we came. You know, so right. this we have a generation now with the closed ear. You know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. And many times, a lot of them, they raised, they said the mothers was, you know, they had them, but they didn't raise them. You understand? Hello, somebody. And so that's, that's the, that's the difference. Like me, um, 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 my mom raised us, but my, to be honest, my mom helped me raise my children until I left home at the age of 16 and I never went back. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so I had to take a stand for myself. And that's why I went through what I went through, those, those bumps and those hills fall down, get back up and all of that. Had, you know, a, a hard head makes a soft behind. And so I, I went through that because I felt like I was grown, didn't want to didn't wanna obey, and you know, and stuff like that. So I went through those challenges. But I tell my kids, I don't want you to go through what I went through. I want you to be better uh, than what I, you, you know, you so that, 
And so music was something I always done. I don't care what I went to. I still sing whether it was, uh, see, I heard about God, mm. but I didn't know God. Hello, somebody. You yeah. see? In your younger day, you, we were made to go to church. But it was up to us to catch on to what was being said and done. Well, I didn't do that. And a lot of the others didn't do it. But when you get old, Bible said, when you're young, you're, you're young, you're young and foodie. But when you get older, you want to put away that stuff. Come on now, and just do the right thing. And that's in my younger days. That's and you know my mid older days because when I got married to this husband, forty four years ago, because I used to send my kids back home every summer, honey. I ain't had time for them. But I married a man, honey. You know they wouldn't even let me send them back no more. <laughs> I was going to sit with him, so I was forced to raise them. You know. From from you know from age they were up to where they at now. So my oldest boy made fifty four years old on Wednesday. Wow. Yeah, I got him fifty four, fifty three, fifty, forty eight, and four. You know that you know you know. But they're grown now. You know what I'm saying. And, mm-hmm. and so I never had to go, you know alcoholics and drugs and stuff like that. My mom had all our boys. None of them never went to the army. No alcohol, no drugs, and none of that. You know we. You know, my daddy drank, but we didn't take out our dad. We really took out our mom, you know. Yeah. So, and so and that's I want, what I'm saying. And I, I wanted to say, too, um, what I'm finding, even with this, you know, this generation, generations before, yes. is if it's it's all in, in how you present it. Because some of them don't want to listen, no. but the majority of them... I mean, if you are making sense and if you're, you know, so I just kind of do it like I did at that guy, you know, at, at this electronic store. He was like, yeah. well, I don't read the Bible because it was written by man. And I okay, was like, man. well, who you think you, you know, <laughs> so, but I mean, I let him, I let him have it. And I just smiled. I didn't like preach at him. And I, that was the one where I just kept talking and, and he was like, well, um, then that's when I made the comment. I said, well, how's that working out for you? Yeah. Because yeah. when you get ready to cross over, when you get ready to pass out, you in the hospital, that or if you, you know. Yeah. So we don't want to say that this generation won't listen. I think God will give us the strategy yeah. that we need, that they will listen. And it's our job just to tell them. It's, it's God's we, job. We pray that it won't, don't be too late before they start listening. You know what I'm saying? And you right. said you said something right there because I had a young man to tell me, uh, 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 a man wrote the Bible, but you know I said as I read the Bible daily, I found out there were inspired men chosen by God. Mm. That's what's in there. Well, well I'm. I said, well, no, 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 no. Just don't didn't know anybody write it, baby. No anybody. Right. I had to let. Him, I had to let him. I had to let him know. I said they they was appointed and chosen by God. Hmm. Which means he didn't he didn't just choose anybody to do, but he wanted it done right. So he handpicked those men to write the Bible for. Yes, it, it's written in different language, but it's still the Bible. The living Bible is to your understanding. <laughs> so you know you're, you're right. And 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 it's 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 true. But when yeah. we present it Yes, we're excited, and we, you know, and God anoints our words. I'm yes. telling you, it makes such a yes. difference. It does, it does. So, but I, enjoy but I know she's an evangelist, right? You know, she a preacher, right? <laughs> so that's why she be jumping on. <laughs> I know. Well, I, you know, I tell them all the time. They be telling me, just get up there and sing. I say it's hard to do that. 
I'm an evangelist, you know. But God taught me how to do that in obedience. Just sing your song, whatever you got. To, you got to say, do it in your van. <laughs> oh. The Lord always has a way. But my singing career has really been a blessing to me on the mental side, physical side, and emotional side. Because, you know, I'm a three-time cancer survivor. And so I, had, I battled, you know. And so with that being said, I'm cancer-free. But I suffered throat cancer twice. Wow. And I suffered cervical cancer. And I suffered cervical cancer uh, in my walk trying to really get to know God. See, had I know God like I know him now, there is no way I'd have went through what I went through like I did. Mm -hmm. Because I could have uh I, I could have crucified the devil, you know. <laughs> you know, and when I said crucified, I could have, you know, just stayed in that word and ate that word and begin to bind every spirit that he threw up on me. I could have been throwing them scriptures up. You know, he was wounded for my transgressive group. You know, you understand what I'm saying? All right. that kind of stuff because the word of God blocks out the hand of the enemy. And so mm -hmm. I suffered my cervical cancer, but the throat cancer, I had a better, uh, uh, it was real bad, but I could fight my battle along with others helping me to fight it. So, you know, and I had a sister by the name of Gloria Howard sent me about two pages, maybe four pages of just scriptures to begin to read them and let them, you dissect that thing, even though you're hurting in pain, but you mm -hmm. can read, you can read and, and, and no good thing he can hold from you. Just walk up right. Look, okay. Are you walking up right? You sometimes you got to check yourself when you're going through the situations that you're in. So I'm cancer free. I didn't suppose to live to see 50, but God gave me extended my life 20 more years. I made 70 this year. I'm excited about that. Uh, no cancer in my throat and, I'm just excited about the move of God in my life. I'm no longer with the masses. Be five years this year. Uh, God removed me, and I'm back full time in ministry. And I'm excited about that. Awesome. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Now, when I when we were at the event in Houston, yes. you gave me this uh, single little single that says "Never Stop." Yeah, yeah. Trust in God. Uh-huh. So let's talk about that before we play it. Okay. Is Facebook going I mean, do is it okay to play it or is it going to Oh like, yeah. You? Oh yes, baby. It's, it's okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Tell now, us we about it. Now. We out Tell us a little about it. Huh? Well, um never stop trusting God and it came uh what happened was I have been, you know, I did I'm black and I matter. It, it hit number 1. On, on the BDS charts. You know, they gave me my big clock and everything. Thank the Lord. Everybody that supported me. And then I said, okay, it's time for me to do another single. Because, you know, I never get lost in the shuffle. You know, I always something. You're going to hear something about one of battles. You know what I'm saying? That's why I work, save my money, pay my tithes, and do what I have to do. And so I was saying, I said, mm, I'm going to do another single. So the young man by the name of Hurst, Gerald Gray heard, and he said, Lemme, you gonna do another sing? I said, uh-huh. He said, can I write it? I said, you sure can. Long just pushed up and toe tap me. You know me. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I'm old. He said, well, let me do it. I said, okay. But I never did think it was gonna be this song. And I'm, I'm excited about it, uh, Cheryl, simply because Never Stop Trusting God is all that I went through, I didn't give up on God. Mm. Yeah, I'm saying it's a message within itself. That's why yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited to sing it. <laughs> I love oh, it. I'll be ready, baby. I'll be ready. <laughs> I'll be ready. I, 
look, I, I'm so, I've been so excited to sing it because I went through so much to get to where I'm at now. I, my mother always told her, don't give up on God and he won't give up on you, you know. Mm -hmm. And so he wrote me that song. And like I say, it's doing what it does. And um, I went to church yesterday and I uh, I just had the people to download it, you know, to keep my sales up. And I had a lot of downloaders on yesterday. You know, when I go to church, you know, I take take my stuff with me. I take my CDs with me because people said people not buying CDs, but I beg the difference. I went to Memphis. Me and John P. P. Key, kind of my sister sold 81 of my singles. <laughs> and I'm glad I had the table before he did because when he got it, people was out the door to get healed. But God had blessed me, you know, so I was praying. To... So what am I saying? Don't say what people are not doing because everybody is not um, uh, what you call it. Um, um, uh, tech savvy. I, I, yeah, tech savvy, you know, especially our older people. I sold mm -hmm. a lot of singers yesterday at a 90... 90 93 they do the 93rd choir's anniversary and the older people said give me mine i got my he said i, he said, I got my uh, uh recorder <laughs> it was real funny because a lot of people said I, I, we don't we know i ain't got no i'm not gonna get rid of mine honey because honey this stuff may go out and i still have my other one you know so never <laughs> stop pressing god will bless you if you listen to it, it'll bless you yes 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 so we're gonna listen to yes Never stop trusting, trusting God, God by Lemmy Battle. Yes, thank you.
ahead and fade that out for you before before you start shouting and stuff. You know, you know me, honey. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Lord, I will bless him at all times. I've seen you getting ready to gear it up. So the end of it, it says never. Yeah. Never stop. Trust in God. Never. I said back. Yeah. No, 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 never. It was you loud. No, no. Yeah. I never stop. You know me. Oh, never stop. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't loud necessarily right here where you and I are. Yeah, it was. It was cranking all around oh, the world. Oh wow! Well, yeah. you know, I I sing like that, um, Cheryl. Let me tell you, uh, because I was told I'd never sing again after having throat cancer, and if I did, I wouldn't be as strong as I normally would be. Well, I beg to differ. God made me stronger. And he strengthened my vocals till I sing to heaven gets the news, honey. I don't, I don't, look, just give me a mic. I'll show you what the Lord did for me with throat cancer. And I tell everybody, don't give up, don't give out, don't give in. Just trust God because he may not come when you want him, but he's <laughs> always on time. Just if you don't give up on God, he ain't going to give up on you. And I know that to be a fact. And it's amazing because it's the things that we go through yes. that actually strengthens that one-on-one -on -one relationship. That one-on-one. On one. Uh -huh. And many, yeah. many of the singers don't have a one-on-one. -on -one. And my traveling, going around just watching, you know, I'm a, I watch singers. I watch the celebrities and stuff. It's all about the celebrity. And my question is, and I wonder how many got a covering that has a mm -hmm. church home that pays their tithes out of yeah. what God has blessed them to make. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I have to ask God, I said, God, God, God. But God reminded me, you know, and, and it's, it's in Matthew, I believe, let the wheat and the tear grow together and he'll do the separate. He knows who's faithful to him and he knows who's not faithful. And sometimes it bothers me to see artists do that, but I, I, had, to, I, had, to, I had to stop letting other people uh, uh, I had to stop letting other people probably get on my nerves and to keep forth because one thing about it what God gave you it can be taken away from you hmm. that I know and if you think that you're going to keep doing what you're doing and talk about you love the Lord and you're doing it and everything you want to do that's not true uh, unless I'm serving the wrong God and I know it ain't but one <laughs> <laughs> and you know what you're saying is so it's it's so right because yes. you know um, some of the people that we meet, you know, you like their music and then you yeah. meet them and you're like, I kind of wish I had never met you. Yes, yes, listen yes, to your yes. music now. But the the thing the thing that gets me about the whole thing, and this is about as old fashioned. Yeah, we are bracelet. We are bracelet. Is even after you hit number one. Yes. Even after you get the Doves, the um, Stellars, you get yes. all those awards. If you go home and you can't sleep. Come on. And you go home, you have no peace. Come on now. When, when, you know, when all you see is just the accolades. Because, you know, you can fool people. But you can't, you can't really fool stop. yourself. Right. 
And and I used to always say that my relationship with the Lord is paramount. And it yeah. gets tested now because yeah. then you do want to, okay, well, if you do this, then you can get a number one. If you do that, that then you can get a number one. Yeah. Out. I'm not, I, I said, it's, it's amazing that you said it. I, I did a uh, Facebook Live the other day. I talked about domestic violence. And, uh, you know, all October's uh, domestic violence and, and um, mm -hmm. breast cancer. That's why I wear my pink uh, because of cancer. Cancer is cancer regardless of what it is. It all has a different name. It's still cancer. And it's just someone picked it up October for breast cancer. And I, and I told somebody the other day, regardless to what, regardless of what you go through you still got to give encounter what you go through hmm. or, or what you do you got to give encounter that i told him i'm a one man's wife so my husband takes me to the airport picks me up from the airport i'm not selling out to get a stellar because number one i said the other day i'm already a stellar i'm already a grammy i'm already the dub man just have not figured that out so much was taken from me during the Stella. So it was right, and now I don't even care nothing about a Stella. I'm 70 years young. All I want God to do, all I ask God to do, not want, ask God to do, continue to give me the strength to travel, to continue to sing and minister to your people. It don't look, baby. My my wall is full of, full of awards. Now I'm working on my reward. Hey, glory to God. <laughs> look, this. <laughs> you know, you gonna make a jump on my chair. This stuff down, <laughs> this temporarily, but I'm working to get my reward, and that's gonna come from the man that ain't gonna take nothing from me. He said, "The word of God declares the look." Let, let, let me tell you one thing: I know God, and I know Him for myself. Things have been done to me so so bad in this industry. To, if I did not know, God called me in. Sure, the girl would be gone. You know what yeah. I said. I would be gone. Yeah. So I, I, my, the ministry that I have is ministry and business, not business and ministry. Totally different. Ask me why, how. Business and ministry is that they call you and if they, if they, you know, they ain't got your money, you're not going. Ministry and business is I work with you to make it happen. And that's what I do. People say, I, I can't call you because, you know, you're going to charge that. You don't know what I'm going to do. The Bible says you have not because you ask not. He said, and it's yours for the asking. But God did tell me that, daughter, I would not allow you to be prostituted in this yeah. industry no more. I've been prostituted. I've been used. I've been this. And I, God said no more. So he puts me in a position to work with people. Not against people. I know people make way more than I do. Now, half of them ain't even working. And look who working I am. I work during the whole pandemic. On on, on, on Zoom. Just, just, I worked. All we did was went in the studio and made videos and stuff and sent it to the church. <laughs> right, right. That's all we did. All I'm saying, what little becomes much. Mm -hmm. When your place is in his in his hand, nobody ever paid me ten thousand dollars for singing. And if they did, I, I wouldn't have a problem giving God ten percent plus. Right? You understand? Know it's not about yeah. It's a living for me. I have a husband at work, but I'm, I just love to do what I do, and I work with people.
to make it happen. I'm booked already now through December, already working on next year because I work with the people. Mm -hmm. I'm 3,500 and up, but I can work with you nothing under 15. It's called working together. But when you overtax yourself and buying all these big cars and stuff, you just can't take care of Chevrolet, leave the BMW where it is. I'm just, I'm just saying what I'm saying. I'm a country girl, you know. I live, I live a country life, so I, I'm not. I don't have all. I don't care to have all of the, the this and the that because I want a house that where people can walk in, don't have to pull their shoes off, you know. It, you know, I, I mean, I'm just country, you know. I ain't trying to bust nobody's bubble, but you, who you are, because of the way you are. Mm-hmm. And my mother taught us to just whatever God gives, she said, take care of that, and that's what I do. And then I married a country husband, so. I don't make it no better. <laughs> we both country. <laughs> but we take care of God's business. We take care of our home. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And we do what we're supposed to do. So I love traveling. I love singing. You know, in doing cancer, I I, I I was on chemo for five long years, three times a day. Very sick young lady. Um, I went out to a size seven wearing my oldest daughter's clothes. And my mama told me, she said, baby, God going to heal you. She mm-hmm. said, but you got to get real with God for yourself. She said, I've been praying for you all for all my life. She said, it's time for you to stand on your own. And you had church members. One lady asked me, I wonder how long she's going to live. Those are the people you don't want to be around. You. Right. You, you understand what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. You want people that's going to stand in the gap for you. Put out a plate for you. Mm-hmm. It's called fasting. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Giving up to get. And I tell you, I went through a battle. But David reminded me, yea, do I walk through the battle? I did some walking. Literally lost my mind. Stayed mm-hmm. in the, uh, the the psychiatric ward six months to a year. But God gave it all back to me. Mm-hmm. Why? Because I chose to live a sanctified life. Sanctified. Do I have problems? Yes, but I know how to fight my battle. See, some people don't know how to fight their battle in this industry. I could call some names, but I, I dare not. But when are you going to get sick and tired of being sick and tired, using the same old thing to get through? through? And the bad part, people support it. Somewhere down the line, you got to get sick and tired of being sick and tired. I got sick and tired of taking 13 pills a day for cancer. Yeah. So I, went, I went flushed them down in the toilet. I said, no more. Because anything is not helping me, Cheryl. Mm-hmm. It's hurting you. It's hurting me. Yeah. It's hurting you. So, honey, I, I flushed that mess down the toilet. Can, did I withdraw it? Yes, I did. But I never went back. And that's why. I fought the battle, as Dr. Kenyon would say. And I won it. And so, I, yeah, won. I won. <laughs> I won. So, you know, that's what the Bible said. We've been made do for a night. Mm-hmm. But joy is coming in the morning. Come on, somebody. Yes, yes. It's okay to weep. But long as you weak and knowing something, I tell this story all the time about Dorothy from the Wizard of Oz. When she got blown, you know, the 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 the, the tornado flipped them over. She somewhere, you know, but anyway, to make a long story short, she went through all of that. What did they tell her to do? Follow the yellow brick road. Follow the yellow brick road. She had all kind of trouble going through trying to get back home. Yeah. And that's what we got to we got to understand. We're gonna go through something, huh, to get to something. She mm. kept on. 
they lied to her. They tried to kill her. You understand what I'm saying? All, they, all of them. But what? She didn't take her eyes off of what was told her. You know, she get off, jump back on. But she made it there. Why? Because David said, Yea, do I walk. If you keep walking, Cheryl, there's something on the other side of through. And so I fought that battle and I'm healed today. And I tell everybody, I told them yesterday, I know y'all get tired of me telling my testimony, but that's too bad. I'm like Beverly Crawford. Get you one to tell or you can bless somebody that's sitting in the church every Sunday, <laughs> sick, and don't know what to do. Because at the end of the service, I have more people at my at my table saying, I'm glad you, I'm, I, I, you know, I, I, I'm a cancer survivor. And, you know, I got to go to the doctor tomorrow. I said, trust God. Because if mm-hmm. you're going to trust him for something, you got to trust him for everything. Again, he may not come when you want it, but he's on time. But where is your faith? You know, where, 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 where are you at in God? And my mom said, you, you talk God, but where are you at? And that's something to think about. Anybody can talk. Come on, somebody. It's just like love. Love is action. <laughs> Right. If you love you don't show us something wrong with that picture. <laughs> something is wrong with that picture. So I, I, I share and I'm I, I'm not just a singer. I'm I'm a servant. I have the widows, I go take care of them, I take them to out to eat. I do what I can for them. I'm not just a singer. I make phone calls. When I'm in and out of town, hey, how you doing? Are you gonna make it to church today? Blah blah blah. Check on people because they need something. You are the only Bible church that they know so if you messed up they ain't gonna get it nowhere else you need to stop because you know when i get to talking about the lord i i uh, i i it's like that word that's out of my belly flows rivers of living water so i you know that's that's just me i so my singing entails everything that i that i do i wrote a song i, I don't think you ever got that one that said my life is in our hands Mm. Or he knows and he understands. You know why? When I am low, I know where to go. My life is in God's hand. And so I had to, I, you know, my life is in God's hand. My life ain't in my husband's hands. My love is, my, not my life. My life is in God's hand. He created me and he knows all about me. His arms a stretch wide open for me I, i'm gonna get to that i'm gonna get to that he shed his blood he shed his blood just for me and you so i'm i'm cancer free i'm living my best life at the age of 70 i'm living to live again and i love god's people i was in church last night i could feel all kind of bad vibes and stuff but i kept my eyes on god <laughs> I'm sitting here like, okay, I was, I'm, I'm gonna let you go. No, 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 I told you, cut me off. No, it's good. It's good because we have people listening all over the world. I believe, I I know that God uses this program and I am just a servant and however he moves. And, um, and I'll tell you something funny. I'm sitting here like, I'm yeah, you are looking like wow. You could actually preach that. <laughs> I was like, oh, you could preach that. Will preach? It's. I mean, come on now. If we're gonna, if we're gonna be about our father's business, 
God has given us chance after chance to get it right. Yeah. When are you going to get it right? Mm -hmm. That's why I don't care to go in a whole lot of it. I know Ikebakken when I see it. I know showmanship when I see it. Come on, somebody. I know it. I know when somebody trying to beat other people with their runs and stuff. I don't like to have a discernment spirit. I don't. I really don't. Because I, I, I don't. And sometimes I go, when I'm in town, I go, I support. That don't mean that I really, I'm in it all the time. Because when I get that, I say, oh, Lord, what have I got myself into? But we got to help one another, support one another. And to believe God. That who whoever that is, is going to get it right directly. I've seen Amen. it done. That's this true. They have ruled me out, but I know God. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Can I be real with you? I'm wore out with it. Mm -hmm. I've been towed up from the flow up with this industry, taking what God has given me, buying it and giving it to somebody. I'm Cheryl. Come yeah. on. Yeah. It doesn't matter to me now. I said, God, whatever you want me to do, just let me do it. I tell pastors, call me. I'm, I'll work with you. Right. Call me. I'll come to your church. Just sing to heaven, get the news. I'll work with you. I, I, I don't know no other way to tell you. I manage myself, thank the Lord. I had a manager for 10 years, I think 14. Well, Sister Miss Wonder said it was 14 years, but I thought it was 10, but it's 14 years. And now I learn a lot from her. So now I can take what I've learned throughout my journey and pack it in and do it now. So how can we, how, how can they invite you to their church? And then how can they get your, your music? See, <laughs> Well, listen, for all of y'all that are listening, feel free to call Lemmy Battles at 773-531-1256. I'll say it again, 773-531-1256. You can email me at LemmyBattles at AOL.com. I'm on Instagram. I'm on uh, um what, what's the other one? Um, I just I just did uh, Instagram. What's that other one? You not YouTube. YouTube. Uh, yeah, I'm on YouTube as well, but I'm also on. Uh, I just did it. Uh, okay, the little bird. Where it is? Come on, come Twitter. Huh? Twitter. I'm on Twitter. There it is. I know the bird. When you said the bird, I know it's what we just did it the other day because and 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 so just feel free to call me. You know, I'm a people person. That's a good part about me. Girl, they be bringing me to church. I got your room. I said, I don't need no room. Because when church starts, I need to be out there with praise and worship. You know, because you can have a song. This is, Cheryl, listen to this. You can have a song, but when you get in there and hear what God is doing, God does a shift in what you had. And not saying you're not going to sing your song, but not at that time. Oh. That's wisdom, wisdom, wisdom. I don't need to be in no room. I need to hear what God is saying for the body of Christ. Amen. From the pulpit on down, he sets the atmosphere for the preacher. I tell praise. I was the praise team leader for over 23 years at my church, at our church. 
and I said my church, the church that I'm at now. And uh, I knew when God was getting ready to move me. He told me to begin to teach another young lady praise and worship, and I did. For over 23 years, God allowed me to pass the mandal mm -hmm. to another young lady. She, you know, and so I don't sit in the back. I said, I, I don't, just give me some, just give me a bottle of water. That's all I need. I need to be there when service starts. You know, I said, I ain't trying to be deep and all that. I said, I just need to sit and see what God, because my thing, and I would love to hear, hear more singers say this and do this. When you get an opportunity to do what you do, you decrease and let the Lord increase. So whatever God does through you, that's on God. Honey, I sit out and I say, okay, God, they don't call me. You got to go with me and make Jesus success in my way. That's what your word said. I got up last night as tired as I was. I said, God. And when I got up, it looked like God gave me a boost. Just yeah. like that. And he used me like never before. Like never before. Amen. So they can follow you, Lemmy Battles, on all yeah. social media platforms. All social media. Mm -hmm. And can they get the, the music from your website or where? On all digital outlets. Okay. All digital outlets. You want to get the one that says never stop trusting God because some of y'all are going through something right now. Thank you, Holy Ghost. And God told me to tell you, if you take your eyes off your circumstances and put your eyes on him, whatever you believe in him for, God says it's already done. But remember, daughter of son, I may not come when you want me to, but remember this, I am never late. Never late. We want Amen. so much of God, but we don't want to give God anything. We could just go on and on, on and on. And but thank you so much for being on the Cheryl Boggs show, resting Thanks in his life. And I look forward to talking and hopefully seeing you again real soon. We will. Have a great right. day. God bless. Bless you. I'm Evangelist Cheryl Boggs. You've been listening to the Cheryl Boggs Show, Resting in His Word. Heard live every Monday, starting at 5 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Eastern, right here on Fishbowl Radio Network, Fishbowl Radio Studios. All right, well, will you join me again next week? I certainly hope you will. Same time, same station. Until then, God bless you. You've been listening to Resting in His Word with Evangelist Cheryl Boggs. Please send all prayer requests, questions, or comments to rihw at cherylboggs.com. Resting in His Word is a listener-supported program. To find out how you can support the program, you may visit my website at c-h-e-r-y-l-b-o-g-g-s dot com or call 972-239-0406 for more information. If you haven't accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, please read Romans 10, 9-13 and pray to receive Jesus in your heart today. You'll be glad you did.